What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello! Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer. Hold on one second. What about this? Yeah, ladies, tonight. Welcome to the Lucky Show on St. Patty's Day week on, did you guys know it's Pi Day too? How lucky is that? That it's Pi Day. Did you know that Einstein was born on Pi Day? I just learned that. Did you know that, hon? No, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got, so Stephen Hawkins died today, earlier this morning in the middle of the night. And it was, it's also Einstein's birthday and it's Pi Day. What are the chances of that? That's what I want to know. What are the chances of that in the universe? I have to say. So today and that we're talking topic, about luck. Yes. How <laughs> Yes. How lucky is that? I don't know if I've ever felt so lucky as I do right now with all of those <laughs> things lining up the way that it is. You know, mm. and I did a show with Elfie Joe at 6 a.m. on teleportation and the universe, right? So it's all mm. coming together. Happy Pi Day, everybody. Um, <clears throat> happy St. Patty's Week. Um, and we, I, here's the thing. I, so just as a disclaimer, uh, for you, Suzanne, um, Suzanne was at a retreat last week when I realized that we hadn't, uh, done our show for this week. We hadn't come up with the topic. We hadn't come up with copy. And it was due in like 10 minutes. And uh, so she was off the grid, and so I'm left to my own devices to come up with something, and I figure I owe it to myself to do something that will be a little bit edgy and might get an eyebrow raise from Suzanne if I did it. So that's when I came up with with the idea of want to get lucky. (laughs) And... um, And I would say you were very successful, right? I mean, you were very, very successful at getting the eye raise. Mm -hmm. So I am am so proud of me. But like, okay, (laughs) so I I have a lot to say about luck. But I want you to tell the people about the 60 minutes thing. About let's start with the practical aspects of luck, shall we? Oh, well, um, I was sharing with Megan that uh, there's this 60 minutes, um, you know, one of those types of shows where they were actually exploring luck. And I will never, ever forget this episode, which happened years and years ago. And since that time, I've actually tried to look it up a couple times and haven't been able to find it. 
Um, but anyways, I remember they were exploring the idea of luck and people who feel like they're lucky and people who don't feel like they're lucky. And they basically put um, like some of each into a um, into an experiment. And part of the experiment was creating um, situations where they could perhaps um, like find money. Like there was a hundred dollar bill on the sidewalk Um, and then there was a chance meeting with the person in a restaurant or a bar that you know would further their career Um, and you know there was like many situations that they orchestrated basically that they kind of put these people through and the people that and there was such a a completely different um, result with the people who believed they were lucky and the people who believed they were not, that they were unlucky. And so the people that believed they were lucky, like clearly they found the $100 bill. They talked to the person that just happened to be at the bar that would, you know, give them the contacts to further their career. They they ended up like finding these um, opportunities in their world that furthered them. And the unlucky people passed right by those opportunities. And I think that's a very, it was such a cool experiment, number one. And number two, I think it speaks to what we really want to talk about today, which is like luck doesn't happen to you. Luck is created by you. And it's a very interesting thing in our society um, because, you know, we talk about, oh, well, there's lucky people and there's unlucky people. Um, I've come across many people who have considered themselves unlucky. And, you know, why is that? You know, and what what made them decide that? And what was what's really happening here? And so I think it's a really an interesting thing to explore the idea of luck, because even in, in Vegas, right, you know, like we talk about a, about a lot of like luck with gambling. And, you know, I have said many times, like, I'm not lucky when it comes to the slot machines or I'm not lucky when it comes to gambling, right? Um, and so I have already established that belief that I'm going to lose money in if I gamble, you know, that I'm not lucky. And so therefore, I'm not. Um, and so I, I would love it, you know, I think you were talking about etymology of luck because in so much we think that luck happens to us But when we were looking at the etymology of luck, it's a whole different story, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and I want to add something to your story, though, because you might not see yourself as lucky, right, like in a direct way, but you see yourself as a lucky charm and like as being good luck for the person who's gambling. And and Mm -hmm. I see you that Mm -hmm. way, and it actually is true. Like, every time mm-hmm. I gamble with you, I make money. Partly mm-hmm. because you take away my winning, so I don't know I've won so much, so I don't stay and, like, start mm-hmm. playing, like, $500 hands. Like, that's helpful, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so you're, you're lucky in a practical way. But um, but you're also, like, and it's, it's really, um, I just kind of want to pause before I go into the etymology, etymology of this, because one of the things that... Um, uh, I learned a long time ago um, 
I'm trying to think of uh, the body of work that it's from. It's very, it's one of the sort of forefathers of metaphysics, but he talks about the um, the difference between masculine uh, manifestation and feminine manifestation, right? And we all have masculine and feminine in us, so it's not like girl-boy, right? But some people, when people have a higher degree of feminine energy, they tend to be more feminine in the way that they manifest or indirect, meaning they tend to manifest through other people, through companies, through other things, and they actually increase the income or the revenue streams of the companies that they're part of or the relationships that they're in, even though they may not be directly the one creating it. So, for instance, like sometimes like, um, you know, a couple will have somebody that does more of the direct manifesting. But I'll tell you from experience and from working with couples, if the feminine, whoever's running the feminine in the in the relationship, isn't actually um, turned on and turned up, it affects the the direct manifestor's ability to create and actualize, right? And so mm-hmm. I was thinking about, like, what a great indirect manifestor you are, i.e., you know, uh, if, if, you've, if you've looked at the, uh, the event for this uh, radio show, I put, like, I've, I put Lady Luck out, right? So I think, and when I get into the etymology, it'll make more sense in a minute why it's called Lady Luck, right? But there's this way that you are, um, like, you've, anybody you've ever been with has always made more money after they got together with you. The companies that you've been with make more money. The people you do taxes for make more money. Make more money. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, yes. And so there is a way that you, um, it's not that there's not a direct influence there, right? Because like with taxes, you're doing their taxes and you're finding money that they can't see and all of that. But mm-hmm. there's also this other way that there's this, uh, and they actually, one of the definitions of luck is a force, a force in the universe, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a force, or energetic contribution that you are. And so when you're standing beside me at the craps table, there's a way that you are, generating a force for me or what we call luck so i think even you would own that you're a lucky charm if not even like directly lucky in that environment mm-hmm. yeah i would yeah i would definitely agree with that for sure and it's and i think it's really interesting because i haven't been able to change my point of view about the fact that I can't directly be lucky in a kind of a gambling situation. Like it's something that I actually haven't been able to shift. Um, Like I keep creating the evidence that says that I'm not, if that makes sense. So I think it's, so it's really interesting to me because I do absolutely own that I'm a good, that I'm really intuitive and I know when a table is going to, like I know when with craps, right? I know when it's gonna go bad, right? Like I can I can feel it before it happens, and so then I'll tell you, no, we're done. You're up two hundred. You're up three hundred. Let's move on before it starts to go down. And you're like, no, it's hot. It's hot. And I'm like, it's not gonna be right. Um, but I can't. It's interesting to me that I that uh, somehow I have a block of doing that for myself in those mm-hmm. situations. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that to me is what I've, what I'm working on because I would say before I met you, I would have totally considered myself an 
unlucky person. You know what I mean? Like mm. I didn't, I didn't feel like that the universe had my back. I didn't trust people. I felt very like suspicious of people and of situations. And when things would be like given to me, I would wonder if there was like a secret agenda, you know what I mean? Or like an ulterior motive. And I wouldn't necessarily like receive it. Um, like when people would offer to do things for me, I'd often like turn them down or, you know, even like back in the day, like when, you know, when people would want to buy me a drink, when a man would want to buy me a drink or something like that, it was like, no, because there's strings attached, you know? So there was like this place where I wouldn't receive the, what I would call the abundance or the luck of the universe. I wouldn't receive, um, from like the generosity of people because I was always looking for the ulterior motive and like what what would that mean that I would have to do in exchange, you know? And so it had a very cynical edge to it. And of course that stems from my childhood, you know? I mean, I had a lot of, of, of I mean, my main people in my life I couldn't trust to, to, to feed me or clothe me or love me. So of course I'm going to, grow up with this kind of energy of nobody's for me, you know, and so I had to really cultivate that, you know, and that's, I think, what's cool about this show is, you know, this energy of cultivation, that luck doesn't happen to you, that you cultivate it, and I would say um, since really, very, very much since I've been with you, um, there's this place of seeing how you dance with the universe and you dance with people and you dance with receiving the abundance and like being, feeling lucky and being lucky. Um, that has really been a huge, um, like it, it, it's just changed me. It's changed, um, how I see the world. It's changed how I dance with the universe now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it's uh, well, and I would say that we each have our areas, right? Like, there's a place where you feel super confident, and places where I feel more confident. But, like, mm-hmm. to me, um, luck, cultivating luck, is the cultivation of the awareness of possibility. Like in the scenario that you described in 60 minutes, right? Of the people who saw the person that was there with the job opportunity, they, who saw themselves as lucky, they had cultivated the ability to, um, seek the possibilities. And I think that people, when we're not lucky, we've shut down the cultivation of our openness to possibilities. And I would say the other aspect of that is that what you kind of spoke to, Suzanne, is that it's the luck is one of the forces in the universe. The universe is for us. And it, and it's like, yeah, when you grow up in an environment where you're not being, your basic needs aren't being met, of course you don't think the universe is for you. You feel like the universe is starving you for hell's sakes. Why would you trust that? Right. And Mm -hmm. so, but that, but, that's maybe the experience in our family systems, but that's not the universe. The universe is falling all over itself to mm-hmm. to give to us, to be generous with us, to have our back, 
right? And and luck is one of those energies that it that it can use to gift us. But if you've decided that luck doesn't count or doesn't matter, or like um, in the in the coaching universe, I remember one time I put on a post. It's like, how lucky is that? And they're like, it's not luck. I created it. I'm like, okay, you know, like, <laughs> alrighty then. Um, uh-huh. it, it's there's this idea that if you allow luck, if you allow the energy of luck, that somehow you're being a victim. That somehow you're leaving your life up to chance. Well, the, well, the truth of the matter is, is that yes, I am the creator of my world and environment, but there's so many factors involved. So I'm co- I'm collaborating with the universe. I'm co-creating with the universe. And the universe knows way better than I. So there's all these unknown things that come into being. Like, you know, you don't wake up and say, you know, gosh, you know, I am going to create uh, a man walking up to me in the store and, um, you know, and ask and giving me his card and, and asking me if I want to be on a radio show. Right. It's like we don't wake up and think that there's a certain certain elements and forces in the universe that are acting in our behalf from questions known and unknown that we're asking. Right. And if I believe in luck, then I'm making myself available for those things that the universe is basically organizing itself to give me in, in one form or another. And so I think it's super interesting, like back to the etymology piece, which is that um, originally it meant destiny or fortune. um, And it didn't become like a gambling term until way later. Um, And good fortune meant prosperity, profit, and abundance. And it was not originally associated with probability or chance that it became later known as. And it was basically... um, uh the being bestowed with success and fortune and then at, and then it became more associated with luck and in um uh the god goddess the roman goddess fortuna which is where the idea of lady luck came from right um, um uh was uh what does it say it was not reconcilable with christian theology but it became popular in learned circles, um, and they began to portray her as a servant of God in distributing success or failure in a characteristically fickle or unpredictable way. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's this idea of, and this is back to sort of the feminine being an indirect manifester, and also the universe itself is not sort of masculine and linear. It's very unpredictable in many ways, and yet it's totally predictable. Right. It's kind of like the weather. And so it's like there's all of these forces um, in us and around us. And why wouldn't we cultivate whatever we can in our behalf? Because it's there in our behalf. Mm-hmm. Did that make sense or did I just go on? No, no, I totally I, I think it's really interesting. I, I always love the, the etymology of words and where they come from. You know, and and so like the idea of, um, you know, that energy being very nonlinear and actually being quite indirect, you know, and can you really let go of control and be in surrender and allowance, which is a feminine energy in order to 
receive and go with the flow of that, you know? So it is like this kind of dance that you can play, you know, with the energy of luck. And I think it's very, what we were talking about earlier is that it's very similar to magic, um, but it's a different energy. And in the same way with magic, it's about like going with and surrendering and let going of control. So there's, it's really very, very fascinating. And so we're going to be coming back from break to talk more about about this and about how do you cultivate this energy of luck. So you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll all be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We are talking about Lady Luck <laughs> and how fickle it can feel. And I think it's, you know, super interesting, right, for you specifically because you're in relationship so much with the feminine and, you know, you run more masculine. And so I think it's a very funny thing that you, you know, in a way are very much obsessed with these energies of magic and luck, just as you are obsessed with the feminine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> now. Hey, what are you talking about? I don't know. Whatever do you mean? <laughs> oh, Charlotte, whatever do you mean? Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, okay, cool. Like, I, I was hoping we would come back to this after the break, which is that, like, one of the things that I find with this, um, with bringing Live Your Magic events into the world and, and, and sort of 
raising the flag for magic and like, you know, like Suzanne called me out today about uh, basically I just wanted another show on magic, but we've done so mm-hmm. many shows on magic that I don't dare like present it directly because she'd like to talk about <laughs> some other things too. And so, um, so I brought it out in this other way. Um, but you know, the, <laughs> cause I'm sneaky like that. But there is mm-hmm. like this sort of a similar thing with magic is people kind of poo-poo it because it kind of goes directly against this sort of linear masculine by the sweat of my brow, you know, and I did it my way and like all of that. And then we in the our um, our world has tended to sort of uh, put magic on the outskirts, put it on the as as an outsider, so to speak. And I would say the same is true of luck because it's an unpredictable energy because it cannot be controlled. And and for that very reason, it's so potent because it, it it's not designed to be controlled by man or woman. It's designed to be danced with. It's designed to be met and engaged and seduced and played with and all of that, right? Oh, my goodness. Maybe this is why I like girls. It's been training me for magic all along because that's Uh really, (laughs) oh my, that's, this is uh, revealing, my goodness. Um, (laughs) Just having a moment here live with everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. But that is, that is the dance with the feminine is like, it is unpredictable. Mm -hmm. It is like, you know, like, uh, I mean, this is true of me and my relationships, but I also coach couples, right? And it's like, I'm always trying to like get the guy to see, well, I don't know why she's so upset. There's no logical reason for her to be upset. You know, I'm like, well, she's the weather. There's no logical reason that it's raining right now, but it is. (laughs) So you can like logic why it shouldn't be raining or get your freaking raincoat on, dude. Like, and, and I, I, I can say that because I find myself in the same position a lot, although I do have a feminine side. So I've recently been experiencing my own feminine storms and been not happy about it because there is, it's so not logical, but there is a force. In that energy, there is a force in that storm. There is a force in magic. There is a force in luck. And it's like, um, you know, it's like in our little logical, predictable, causal world, it feels very scary to play with energies like that because it's not controllable. The funny, the funny shit is, is that neither is the, the causal world controllable. Right. It's like, you know, you can do everything right. You can do the nine steps to making money, the 10 steps to building a successful business. And the business still might not be successful. You know, you could do every like eat 400 calories for three months and not lose the weight you want to. Like the the funny thing is, is that actually thinking that anything is predictable, that's sort of one of the illusions that we have is thinking that anything's predictable. And so we go, oh, like, I don't want to play in those unpredictable energies. But there is a, a power in those unpredictable energies. There's a there's like a, a delight in those unpredictable energies if we'll be willing to, uh, I think, as I said before, like engage them and seduce them and dance with them and play with them and invite them. And it's like, hey, like what are the possibilities of playing in this energy called the universe is for us? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm just sitting here kind of like looking at my own, you know, my own process, right, of the years that I felt very cynical and quite unlucky. Um, and, you know, and what was that change from that place? Because in that place, you know, I, I would have like my car broken into. I had, you know, like my husband at the time, his car was stolen out of our driveway. Um, like my purse was stolen many times. Like my house was broken into. Like all of these things that were like a lot of times people will say, wow, how unlucky that you were there at that point in time or that that happened, you know. Um, and and so, you know, I'm looking at how that has so radically changed in my world where, like, my neighbors will come to my door and warn me to lock my doors because there's been, um, you know, theft in the neighborhood. But it's like the neighbor's house is robbed, not mine, you know. Um, so... Uh, it's a very interesting thing because for me, there's so much evidence to say that this was what the way the world was. And so the first step for me was to look around and see where it wasn't happening to Megan, where she was like the one that was just seemingly lucky. Because if you know anything about her, you know, like she loses her driver's license and credit cards like on the weekly and, like, 99% of the time, people will, like, find, go out of their way to give them back to her. Like, so her identity hasn't been stolen. You know what I mean? Like, her her car doesn't get stolen, even though she leaves the keys in it. Like, our her scooter outside our front door has the key in it, like, a lot of times, and nobody steals the scooter, right? Like, there's so many ways in which her she... You know, I would, like, it's just crazy how lucky she is. Like, she'll, you know, forget, kind of be forgetful about these things, and then nothing bad will happen, you know? Um, and so I I remember, one of the first things I remember is that somebody actually, like, mailed her stuff back to her. Or they looked up on Facebook and messaged her when yeah. they found her credit card, mm -hmm. right? And, on the street. And, and Yeah, on the street like and and tracked her down and then drove it back to her right like it was and i'm just looking at the situation going are you kidding me like who does this how is that even possible that all these people are like oh and this was the best story ever because we were at a um a, a tennis tournament um that was like a hundred thousand people um, in at the tennis tournament, and Megan loses her driver's license and credit card, um, and she goes, "Well, let's just go to Lost and Found." And this is like in the first year of our relationship, and I was like, "Megan, there is no way that someone is going to turn in your driver's license and credit card to the Lost and Found at a tennis tournament with a hundred thousand people." And she's like, but I just think we should try. I just think we should go see. And I was just like, all right, cool, whatever, right? We go to the lost and found, and there is her driver's license and credit card that someone had turned in, you know? So it was really through that, through being able to witness that and see <laughs> her and the way that she, that she, like, she trusted people. She trusted the universe, and they delivered, like, 
beyond anything I'd ever seen before. And so I think for all of you that are in that place of like, I want to change this, you know, it's, it's looking around and finding evidence, you know, finding a person that is lucky and kind of looking at them and being like, what, what, you know, what energy are they being, you know, what, what, like, what are they choosing? What belief systems do they have in place that's actually creating that situation for them and seeing that it's really possible, you know, that, and so over time, I have like let go of so much around that. And it started with just being able to see what, what's a, a, a different experience, you know, that you were having than what I had had my entire life. Mhm. Well, and I I would love to um <laughs> when I mean when you tell it that way, it seems a little unbelievable. But like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I hear you tell the story, I'm like that's kind of unbelievable. But like for me, when I'm just in it being me, there's this way I'm like, well, it's going to come back to me. Of course it will. <laughs> you know, and it's like um but looking outside of it, looking at it from a logical standpoint doesn't make any sense. But when I'm in it, it does feel like it just could occur. It's like, I don't, but it, there's also this way of like, uh, so um, I want to talk about like attachment, right? Because like if I get attached mm-hmm. to being lucky, like, so what I would mm-hmm. say is like in, in those kind of situations, I don't, I wasn't attached. I was like, okay, well, I'll get that stuff replaced. I'll, you know, turn down my credit card. It'll be a pain in the ass because we were away from home. But it was like, let's just see, you know? And there wasn't, like, I was hoping, but I wasn't, like, I would say attached. And I would say that, like, when I actually go and gamble, there is an attachment. And I also wonder if this is maybe why you feel less lucky when you're actually directly gambling, right? Because it's your money. It's less is less attachment when it's my money, right? But, like, mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. seen myself as a lucky person in that respect mm-hmm. in terms of, like, gambling or whatever. And I think that there's an attachment that I have to winning that kind of gets in the way of it. Conversely, I have a sister who I've only been I've only been gambling with a couple of times. But it doesn't matter where we go, she wins. She either wins or she has somebody gamble for her and she wins. And, like, she will sit down at a table and play one hand, and the dealer would, like, tell her, oh, you're lucky. Like, the dealers know who the lucky ones are. They know. They can feel it. It's an energy that people carry. And I think it's really, like, an an unattachment, right? It's like, hmm, let's see what happens, you know, and a willingness to receive. It's a let's see what happens the willingness to receive. And I feel like that's one of the main factors in cultivating luck is like you said, like seeing it, but also like, I'd like to do um, some clearings around it because it's like all the stuff that you've been talking about called the universe doesn't have my back, that suspicious energy, what do you want from me? Right. It's like, we're suspicious of things coming from nowhere for no reason. Because, you know, a lot of us, when things came from nowhere for no reason, we got smacked upside the head, right? you know? So, like, all of that stuff, let's do some clearing work around that, and then let's look at, like, invoking that energy forward. Like, does that sound fun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So I'm going to use the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. And if this is your first time hearing it, you can go to theclearingstatement.com to learn more about it. But basically what it is, is it's a dynamic way of inviting energy you to go to the source of where something was created in your world and undoing it. That's as simple as it gets. So I'm going to ask a question. That question will bring up an energy. It will bring up a feeling or a sense or a thought. And then we'll run the clearing statement on it. So anywhere and everywhere that you're suspicious of anything that comes from nowhere with from with no reason, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And um, everywhere, all the decisions and judgments and conclusions and computations you have that the universe is not for you, that it does not have your back, that in fact it is against you. Can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And... um and this one, I think, is is particularly important. Um, it's a different kind of a question. But I'm going to be invoking the prima materia of creation, which is energy, space, and consciousness. Um, because one of the biggest things that I believe stops magic, stops luck, stops these energies is our need, is our freaking need to be in control. And that's why we don't let these sort of unforeseen forces come in. So what energy, space, and consciousness can we in our bodies be to be out of control, out of definition, out of form, out of concentricity, and out of linearity for all eternity? And everything that doesn't allow that, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, beyond. And how many causal incarcerations in Incarnations, inculcations, um, do you have blocking you from receiving energy, the energy of luck, the energy of magic, the, the unforeseen forces of the universe that are operating in your behalf? And everywhere that you're in A plus B equals C land and unavailable to let these energies in, can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Is there anything you would add and to what those? Would it take? Yeah, like what would it take to step into the energy of being the luckiest person on the planet? Whoa! Anything in the way of that? Yes! Can we uncreate for that? Yes. Yes! Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay. And what, what if? Like, stuff what would it Go. Oh, you want to go? <laughs> well, well, I want you to finish that because all this stuff came up for me when you said that. Being the luckiest person mm-hmm. on the planet, I was like, I can't be that. I don't want to be that. I can't mm-hmm. be that. And like, all, I, like all, I felt all the perceived judgments of people. Like instantly, I was like, oh, like we judge lucky people, right? Like lucky, mm-hmm. right? Like that energy. I was like, yeah. oh, I want to be the luckiest person yeah. on the planet. Holy yeah. crap. So what was the second thing you were going to say? I, I just had to say that because I think we need to run that again as well as I'm saying. As well as I'm saying yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is, I think, to your to this point with you, maybe why this is coming up for you, um, is because I feel like in some ways, you know, like you have accessed this energy of luck, but it's like you're only going to play in it in small doses with like credit cards and driver's licenses coming back to you, mm-hmm. right? 
mm-hmm. um, and like small ways when in truth you like what is possible and that's what I was going to say is like um, what would it take to conspire with the universe for like incredible luck like you know huge amounts of luck and to be and to be like the to have people everywhere know and judge you and see you and absolutely like be jealous of you because you are so crazy lucky. So, and mm-hmm. you, I mean, and all the things that come up about that, all the judgments that come up about that, about you're not deserving of that, about you have to work for that, for your money or for the abundance of the universe, that it's about your efforting and, and that it can't come so easily and that it can't be that easy and that you would be unrelatable to anybody on the planet, you know, if you were that lucky and all the judgment that you're not willing to receive by being the luckiest person on the planet, can we uncreate and destroy all of that? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad. Talk, talk, online, short, boys and beyond. So we got to go on break. When we come back, we'll do some more clearings because this is bringing up a lot of stuff for the people. So we'll be back in a minute. Mm. <laughs> Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. So, what I had an awareness for you around that. Yeah, I had an awareness. Okay, so the like way because you were saying that right I was pick me, pick me, me. Pick <laughs> I have me. an awareness. As, as, as an awareness, I want to share with a group. So, um, I realized that when you were talking about me playing it out in small ways, is that the way that I play it out 
is that it's like I come out even. Like I have a credit card, I have a driver's license, I get it back. So I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm not in a deficit, but I'm not in a surplus. And the place Mm -hmm. where I actually don't allow luck is where there's a surplus involved, a surplus potential. Mm. Wow. So it's like with gambling, right? Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like I come out Mm -hmm. even in all these places where I lose shit and people bring it back. Like I'm not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not like in an increase per se. I'm just not in a deficit. So it's like as long Mm -hmm. as I don't get more, as long as I don't get extra, then I can be lucky. And everything that is, I'd like to uncreate this that for however many lifetimes I've been running that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, all nine boys and beyond. I'm very... Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, I'm very aware of this energy um, that I know I run that that limit my ability to receive um, all kinds of things without efforting for it, right? So it's like the judgment. So a way that you know, a way that you can tell, like, where is your unconscious stuff? Where is your unconscious beliefs around luck is by, like, feeling into if you were the luckiest person in the world, what would what would the judgments be coming at you? What would they be? You know, what would people think? What would they say? Um, what would they feel? Um, what's your awareness? What's your perception of that? And that's where you're stuck. So, like when you when we talked about that, as far as being the luckiest person on the planet, what came up for me was that I think I'm better than everybody else. And that, in fact, it proves that I'm better than everybody else because I am the luckiest person on the planet. And, like, look at how, you know, like, um, what's the word? Like, almost kind of, uh, like, I'm so much better than, right? And you're so much less than. Superiority. Yeah, thanks, Rhonda. Um, So, like, kind of back to, like, I'm the superior bitch, you know, and all of my ways in which I – and that and don't want to be that and, and are not that, but like go back and forth between that. So that's the thing. So everything that is, anybody that has that, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all night, shirts, boys, and beyonds. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that came up for me about being the luckiest person on the planet is that it's just too easy. And like people would say, well, you didn't earn it. Well, you didn't deserve it. Well, it's like, you're not valuable because it just came to you and you didn't in a way create it. Right. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. these, I've, I've had that judgment of people like dot comers, you know, back in the dot com thing and they were like bookkeepers and they became millionaires. And so what the F, you know, that they're a bookkeeper and then it, their company went public and then they became a millionaire, you know? And I'm like, whoa, they didn't even earn that. You know, and then it's like this landfall of money. And so there's this judgment I have of like people not earning or not deserving or not actually like efforting in order to receive it. So those are a couple of mine. So everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shirts, boys, and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. That's just couple. Yeah, so everything you don't 
everything you any anywhere you don't trust anything that doesn't come from your direct efforts, mm-hmm. can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, board, shorts, man. And this is another thing that I see a lot with magic is that we tend to validate the external skills called I made a widget. Look at me, I sweat even mm-hmm. making my widget. Uh-huh. And like uh-huh. but what about the what about the internal um capacities that sometimes take years to develop too? You know, the the fact that I can call things in energetically took me a long time to cultivate. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's yes, there's mm-hmm. there's places that oh wow, that's just easy for me, right? And always has been. And other places like I I mean, I grew up in an environment, my mother was very fearful of everything and very worried all the time. And like when I, when I very first started in the sort of metaphysical world, I like, I had horrible, like negative thinking and worrisome thoughts. And it took me um, some time to undo that. I didn't know they weren't mine at the time. Right. But like, to actually cultivate this place where I can go, oh, wow, like, I'd like a client, a universe, I'd like a client, and to have it show up. Like, it looks like luck, and it looks like I'm not doing anything, but I'm just harnessing the forces. And I, and, but I, Mm -hmm. I have also developed that, you know, and so just because I'm not working in any kind of way that you can see doesn't mean I'm not sort of working yet, so to speak. And, and not Mm -hmm. that I have to do that either, because what if it just came natural? What if I didn't have to cultivate it? What if? And, 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 and. There's things you cultivate and things that you you kind of have naturally. And I find that that's one of the reasons people don't own their capacities and gifts. Because they're freaking natural. And they're freaking easy for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like we just, we've been taught to not trust anything. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and everything. Yeah, there's time yeah. for God's lane. Can we create, destroy it? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Right. Wrong. Yeah. Bad. Pot of pot, yeah. Sorts of well, and I'm and I'm super curious about this energy of envy and jealousy, because there's so it's been something that's been really up in my world in the last days, weekend, of like me dimming my light, dimming my attractiveness, like dimming my sexiness, like dimming my femininity, dimming my mastery of things. Um, because I didn't want people to feel envy or jealousy of me. Um, and in this, and that's very much the energy that comes up with luck, like, you know, win the lottery and get millions of dollars. Um, like how many people have serious envy and jealousy and like want to just like almost like tear you from limb to limb because they're so they're so consumed almost by their empty because they've made their lives so hard, you know? And so every way in which we're, we're trying so hard to not have anybody feel envious of us or jealous of us. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, strips, boys and beyonds. Like that comes up a lot when, I just even talk about our life together and the fact that I travel all the time and the fact that I create my own schedule and the fact that I can manifest clients so easily 
right? I, I get, I have these moments where I'm like, ooh, I better not fully own that or talk about that because then people who are struggling with that will be, will feel bad, will feel jealous or will feel envy. And I don't want them to feel that way. You know, I don't want to <laughs> invoke that. I don't, yeah. So everything that is. Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, on the intro. Well, you're kind of a, you're kind of a control freak, eh? Like you're trying to, you're like mm-hmm. spending all this time trying to control whether people get envy, envious or jealous of you. And like, mm-hmm. I wonder, like, I really wonder if that's why we have discredited the energy of luck because of how people mm-hmm. responded, responds to people who are mm-hmm. lucky. Like how much, mm-hmm. how much have we dimmed our luck, turned off our luck, uh, put up the stores closed sign to luck because mm-hmm. we're trying to control whether people feel jealous or not. And you know what? The thing is, is mm-hmm. that I remember Simone Melissa saying this one time. She goes like, people are going to judge you. So what do you want them to judge you for? Do you want them to judge you mm-hmm. because you're a poor, pitiful whatever? Or would you like them to judge you because you're you're rich and happy? Like, <laughs> choose, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, that's the thing is people are going to be envious, they're going to be jealous, and they're going to judge. And like, what would you like to be judged and envied for? And choose that because it's going to happen, right? But like, let's turn up all the energies. Like, let's turn on the luck. Let's turn up the luck. Are you willing to turn on and turn up the luck and bring your barriers down to luck? So all the barriers that you've had up to luck, will you lower them now? Mm-hmm. And would you... uh and create a, in your mind, uh, some type of a seductive dance. And maybe you could physically do it now or after the show if you're inclined to such things of like seducing the energy of luck back into your life. And just invite it back in and say, hey, I'm ready to play. I get you're unpredictable. I get you're fickle. But I want to play with you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And everything that doesn't allow it, we uncreate and destroy it. Yeah. Right, wrong, mm. good, bad, pot and yeah. pock, all nine boys, short and beyonds. And if you'd really like to get mm. lucky, I'm going to be in Dallas next weekend for Live Your Magic. So, <laughs> and I will right? be posting. No, next weekend. No, next weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next weekend. Yeah. So, and mm-hmm. early, yes, early pay goes through St. Patty's Day for luck. And uh, I'll be posting that on my Facebook sites, and you can look up Live Your Magic Dallas on Facebook and and find out all the information there if you like. And um, Suzanne and I will be back next week in probably uh, in our luckiest rare form possible. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.